these days he's known as Australian rock royalty. You may have seen the ABC show, The Life and Times of a Rock Legend. Hello, Tex Perkins. How are you this morning? Good morning, Ian. Um, what are you talking about there? <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about you. I'm talking about you. You've got a great history, mate. Last time I saw you was actually at the Regal Theatre in Subiaco some time back when you did the Johnny Cash thing, which honestly was that impressive. It was fantastic. Did you enjoy doing that? Oh, absolutely. And, and, and especially there at the Regal. Uh, look, you know, I'm probably coming back there uh, next year uh, to do the same thing. Tex Don and Charlie, you're playing the Prince of Wales on Friday the 22nd. Now, uh, tell us a little bit about the new album, You Don't Know Lonely. What, you've done three in 23 years? Well, 24 years, actually. 24. Well, the first album was released in 1993. The second was released in 2005. And uh, this one's been released this year, and that's... Uh, of 12 years each time. I know. You're going to be fairly uh, long in the tooth, mate, if you, le- if you leave at the same time for the next one. Yes, but it'd be risky to leave the same gap again. <laughs> yeah, no, I wouldn't be doing uh, that. But uh, for some reason, we only make albums in the year of the rooster. Oh, is that right? Okay. I never looked that closely at it. So. <laughs> I hear you're into a bit of Chinese tea these days for your throat, mate. Is that right? Oh, absolutely. I've been, been on the uh, panga hive for years. So what do you do? Do you swallow it, do you consume it, or you gargle it, or a bit of both? <laughs> no, no, it's quite pleasant tasting, and it goes uh, all the way down into my gullet. Oh, okay, that's good. I thought it might have been a bit like Betadine. <laughs> you just sort of give it a gargle and get rid of it as quick as you can. <laughs> no, that would get messy after a while. No, it would. I spit it out, but I'd have to have a bucket on stage with me. Yeah. Just go back in history a little bit, mate. Sad about the loss of Shane Walsh. That, um, that slowed us down for a little while, uh, the, the passing of our last double bass player, Shane Walsh. But, um, great bass player too. Yeah, he, he's a beauty, but uh, he, was a, he was a great bloke and a, a great character to have amongst us. I've had mates like that myself where you sort of need that grieving period and after that you, you get back to your black humour and, <laughs> and you can be a little irreverent about the whole thing again. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we do remember Shane now. Yeah. Yeah, every time we play. Last time I saw Don Walker, he uh, he came in studio with me in uh, well, two or three years ago in Perth, and uh, he had that uh, he had that favourite leather jacket of his, that belt staff on, and I've seen the late the latest photos because he said to me at the time, he said oh, I wear it all the time, I love it, absolutely love it, because I said to him. That looks like a bell staff because I've I've got a bell staff leather motorcycle jacket and he pulled it pulled it open and it it was a bell staff and he said I bought it years ago and he said I just live in it I love it and I just noticed that the uh, the current promo shots he's still wearing it how's he and going he's still wearing it he's still wearing it yeah <laughs> how's he going is he um, going all right he's uh, pretty rugged up on this tour it's it's there's been a lot of uh, uh, southern states gigs where it's been quite cold so. Uh, Don's been um, jacketed up, beanied up and scarfed up. It's been pretty bloody cold and wintry over here as well. Tex Perkins, Tex Don and Charlie, Prince of Wales Hotel on Friday the 22nd and that's going to be a great show and uh, that will be a sellout as usual. Good to talk to you, mate, and I'd like to be up in Perth next time to uh, catch Johnny Cash again because that was a fantastic show. You do a great job of that. Cheers, mate. Yeah, look forward to it all. to download. It's Dan the Internet. Yes, a very good morning, mate. Blackers, how are you, buddy? I'm very well, thank you. Now, you reckon you're not going to give us an app today because you've come up with a solution for something. 
Well, I haven't come up with the solution, but like as my as you, I think I've mentioned before, I'm, I've been an Apple iPhone person since they came out. Yeah, me too. And essentially a devotee, without you know, not being, not being um, just because I, the first one I bought and I've had them ever since. But this last one I've had, which is the iPhone 6s, I have been sorely tested, like as by I just this propensity. I think that it goes, it, it starts dying about a week after your contract expires <laughs> and you stop paying it off. <laughs> Because this thing, yeah. I tell you, <laughs> and it culminated with that junk that we talked about the other week when I went to yeah. Australia's Coral Coast. Now, yeah. I had so much trouble charging my phone because every time I plug it in, it, it would t- it, take about a minute or two minutes of you know fiddling with the cable to, to actually get it to connect to charge. So really? And a cu- yeah, and then you have to delicately place it down on the table because if you just knock it, it stops charging, right? And you wake up with no phone. So anyway... And I was talking to my brother on the weekend, and he had the same problem, but he had a mate of his that showed this trick. And you'll never believe it, right? It's a complete bizarre flaw. So what you do, you've got to be very careful, but you get a, a um, paper clip. This is for iPhone. Anyone with an iPhone that's got the lightning This sounds charger, like a snake oil sales, salesman yeah. story. <laughs> get a paper clip. Get a little paper clip, and yeah. you dig out that little, just delicately dig out in the hole where you plug your phone in. Yeah. And I pulled out half a belly button full of lint. Is that a problem? Right? Really? Yeah. Where the hell have you been keeping your phone? You put your phone your in belly your pocket. button. Yeah, that's right. No, it's like I put my phone in my pocket all the time. You must and have it. You must have an innie, mate. If you can fit a, a six S in there. Yeah. But I tell you, and apparently it's quite common. And that's what was what happens every time you put the plug in. It pushes the lint up further against the connectors, and then you can't charge your phone. Oh, let me have a look. No, mine looks all right. Does it, yeah, but you're, you know, you're a clean living. No, there, I've but. got a, I've got a success as well. I'm just having a bit of a look, but I've never had any trouble charging mine. No, well, I, I've been doing a bit of research trying to fix the problem, and that turns out that's what my problem was. Wow, was this link? I just normally so find, I just normally find that issue with my ears. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the new, yeah. I don't know if you know, but the new phone's been released last week and it's got wireless charging, apparently, so there you oh, go. Oh, I problem. know. You can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do this, you can't do that, and uh, we're going to hit you about $15,000 for one. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, great. I ain't paid two grand for those phone like <laughs> No, neither <laughs> am I. <laughs> so there you go. People want to try that out. Just be very careful, but in my case, I pulled out literally a lot of lint, which um, was the problem with my charging, so there you go. And was it blue? <laughs> It was blue, yeah. Apparently, that's what belly button lint, that's the colour of. All right, mate, have a great day. We'll we'll, uh, we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Hey, by the way, we're on holidays next week, so you can have a week off, all right? All right, no worries. Okay. All right, see you later. Bye-bye. I've got an article here. I just just might set it up with a little bit of this. (laughs) I've heard people say that too much of anything is not good for you, baby. But I don't know about that. As many times as we've loved and we've shared love and made love. I think I'm enjoying the song. Aaron has handed me an article. Bald men are more confident and attractive, study finds. I may have strategically handed him that. There was a time when the glimmering light reflecting the scalps of bald men were merely the subject of pity and parody. Ask me. <laughs> Born out of a dare gone awry or straightforward hair loss. How things have changed as a new study claims that bald men are leading the way in the laws of attraction. Totally surprising, is it? No longer just a symptom of male pattern baldness. Shaving swine head is now an active style choice that is popping up everywhere. 
from Mark Strong and Vin Diesel to Jason Statham. Is that my cue? Lord Baltimore. <laughs> it's not a ball spot. It's a solar panel for a sex machine, yeah? <laughs> They're always the same. Je ne sais quoi about he who must be not named. The proof is in the pudding or the bald men who are married to Victoria's Secret models. Maybe that, maybe that was my mistake, <laughs> yes. never marrying a Victoria's Secret model. Researchers at the University of Pennsylvania asked groups of male and female students to rate photographs of men according to attractiveness, confidence and dominance. And the baldies trumped in all three categories. Hey, baby, baby. Back in bald. <laughs> the, the prevailing theory, though, was that sporting a shaved scalp was associated with dominance. Participants consistently rated naturally bald men and even men whose hair had been digitally shaved off as being more dominant and stronger than those with thick or thinning hair. Oh, back to Barry. Deary me. You know what? Yes, mate. There's another bit of research I don't bloody well believe. <laughs> <laughs>